All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Hello, hello out there. Here we are. Another episode of the Oilers Nation Radio podcast, brought to you by our friends over at Sherwood Ford. Uh, It's your boy Nation Dan here. A little different opening than than the usual. We've got At Coombe. We've got Jay the Squire. We've got Rick. And then we've got Evan and Jared sitting around. Uh, so a little bit different crew today. We, uh, we've experienced... What have you done to the regulars? What yes. have you done, Dan? Uh, I've you're taken... patient zero in all this bullshit. Yes. No, what actually happened is Bag Milk and Chris aren't here because Dan wanted his moment of fame. He's tied them up, <laughs> put them in his basement because I'm Dan has always wanted to be the one... Premeditated. Like He's it. always wanted to be the one to read the Sherwood Ford ads. He thought, I have the better speaking voice. I'm the better... I'm the better commercial producer. This is my time to shine. And they're I, now in Dan's basement. This is allegedly in your opinion. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Tanya Harding them with the illness. You'll have to talk to my Dating lawyer. Yes. So, uh, so as you I said, I, Tanya just you may have, to explain, that. To you may have to explain that one later. <laughs> I, uh, as I said, uh, this, this podcast is brought to us by Sherwood Fort, the giant, uh, our friends over at Sherwood Fort are, uh, are great sponsors of the podcast. Uh, they've got, uh, They've got all kinds of great trucks for you to check out, uh, and they have Gus. Uh, Gus and Frank are locked in the good boy battle, uh, picking the winners of the games, and uh, unfortunately for both Frank and Gus last night, they picked a loss. Uh, They picked the Oilers to win, and uh, yeah, so here we are. Well, I I don't know about you boys, but uh, I strapped on the blades and skated to work. No, that's a lie. Uh, I'm driving an F-150 from Sherwood Ford. <laughs> I'm driving an F-150 from Sherwood Ford, and I was able to navigate the icy streets wonderfully today as if I was wearing a pair of skates. And if you'd like to get yourself into one of the uh, nice trucks over at Sherwood Ford the Giant, you can give them a call at 780-638-5045 or head on over to 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard. Or head on over to SherwoodFord.ca and uh, talk to Julia. Julia, will it's always be- Julia. It's never not Julia. Julia Gulia. She is available twenty four hours a day. You can uh, reach out in the morning and be like, "Hey, Julia, it's icy. What do you think I should do on my commute to work?" And she'll be like, oh, "Maybe drive slowly." Julia has a severe <laughs> Red Bull addiction and Just- refuses to sleep when she's dead. In the name of good customer service, it's dedicated. I like it. She might suggest that you pick yourself up a Sherwood Ford truck. On your way into work. Unless she on your way into work. Like, <laughs> I've got one show. She should, yeah. So boys, as I alluded to uh there in the opening, uh 
we we are down two of our regular hosts. Uh, Coom, why don't you explain what you did to us? So what happened was on Monday, I was feeling a little under the weather, but I decided, you know, I'm going to come and tough it out regardless because the content never sleeps. I'm going to slide in. Just like the- Julia. Exactly. Julia never <laughs> sleeps. I never sleep. I um, I, I'm up 24 hours a day producing content. That's just my life. That's how I exist. So I thought there's no way I'm going to stay home, even if I feel like ass. But what happened was, is I did have to stay home on Tuesday because I got hit with my first episode of the flu ever that I can remember in my life. Like this was my first experiencing, my first time experiencing throwing up not from drinking. I think <laughs> for as long as I can remember, I have no wow. idea. But it was bad. It's a good like, run. It was bad. Like it was. Uh, it involved me getting so dehydrated I couldn't like move my legs properly. So I was, you know, producing content from the front and the back at the same time while having to stand up and then i decided i'm going to stay home for one day and then i'm going to come back in on wednesday and battle and then me and bag milk uh he usually sits on my lap at work so no surprise that he got sick you normally start every day there's a there's a there's a team huddle where yep. you two definitely kissing the lips yep and, and then uh, to get the day going so me and bag milk had our, rotary, had our like morning it. kiss and our morning sit on the lap and then me and chris always share um we always share like a booster juice or like a like a bowl of oatmeal at the beginning of the day so we were sharing our morning bowl or of spoon. oatmeal same, so no yeah, surprise and then, and then yesterday when me chris and jared went to film the Minutemen, it was minus 40 and chris went for a swim in the water even though i told him not to I said, just lay on the beach and say your lines. And he was like, no, no, no. I want to go in the water. And he did it. Now Committed Chris to the content. Too. So Chris and Bag Milk under commission right now. I think we got one of those situations where uh, if any of you play men's league and you've got like a, sh- a short bench show up, like, you you know, you're normally a 13 team roster or 13 guy roster. I love and you only 15, have like six or seven game. or eight guys, but it's the right six or seven or eight guys that show up oh, and yeah. you can take on anyone Anybody. because it's it's the dream team yeah you're sure you're, you're tired but like you got the short bench of talent that's actually I feel, ideal i find oh uh, it's it's the best situation now you can't it's not sustainable but it's definitely like that's yeah. the, the funnest men's league games I've ever had are in that situation so i feel like we have that today guys Here the warm and we have the core four we also have evan over there he's staring <laughs> into his phone he looks a little delirious because last night evan promised if the oilers lost he would drink a whole bottle of ketchup. Usually what Evan does is he sips ketchup, but this time he chugged. Like a gentleman. Like a, yeah, like a, like a classy gentleman, Evan, classy individual. warm snifter he'll, of Heinz yeah, 57. He'll just sip on it nice and easy, but this time he chugged one. But Evan, being the forgetful fool that he is, he forgot to film it, even though he said he was going to. So he promised again tonight, this time he'll film the whole drinking of the bottle of ketchup. Papa Hugawanek hopped into our uh, comments on Instagram and told us that that is a family tradition. Of drinking the ketchup. So. so is this actually a real thing or are we just talking oh, yeah. about this? Oh, wow. It is real. That's we're gonna insane. We're going to let Evan jump on the never, microphone to Never let him this. defend himself. The, <laughs> the, 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 the Hugawanics have been doing this since uh, back in the 1600s in the Ukraine. To them, slamming, to them, the, slamming the ketchup since all the way back then. Back, uh, back. To them, 57 is not the number of uh, options that they have. It's actually just the vintage of yeah. the ketchup. 1657. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's a great so year. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know, it is what it is. So here we are. So the four of us, and uh, we're looking a little bit better than the Oilers are right now uh, after this this recent road trip. So they did a four game road trip in which they went one and three. Rick, why don't you give us a little uh, little little thermometer feeling on how you're feeling after this road trip? Skullville, brought to you by Get Sauce. Well, after that first so game, perfect. everyone's kind of happy. Detroit, we kind of uh expected that the next two are going to be a little bit more difficult so if we came out of that with even one or two points would have been two thumbs up didn't really go the way we wanted it to wasn't the end of the world we're supposed to bounce back last night and get that easy two points against the i think they're the last place team in the league they are uh i don't think anyone realized that bobby lou is gonna be like bobby lou back in turning back the clocks wow yeah i don't think the game was honestly that bad uh he had a lot of 10 bell saves that prevented uh, us getting any momentum. Have we pop a couple of those? I think uh, the whole game turns out to just be a little bit different. Yeah, if those, if those two at the beginning go in, they can kind of go into more of a shell, and I think they win the game 3-1, 2-1. But Luongo getting those two huge saves, one on Dry Saddle, one on Ratty in the first like 10 minutes. Two on Ratty, wasn't it? 
to well, around yeah, eventually, yeah. Later. But in the yeah, first yeah. period, it was just yeah. Quick it, just started off it was just those huge two. glove saves. Yeah. Or Luongo was just reaching out like fucking Mister Fantastic. And just, did we, like, did we measure the glove after the game? Like, is it? Was should it, have done that. <laughs> was it regulation size? I want to hope so. So that was the buzzkill for a very tired team who came out hot and didn't have much in the tank and put it all out in the first period. But. I think the other thing we need to be cognizant of here is these were all McDavid setups, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think most of them, at least. Raddy's definitely were. Yeah. And like I think Bobby, Lou che- alone was a Bobby Lou cheated on the pass. Oh, yeah. And for it's sure. because Connor, he knows Connor's passing. So Connor needs to get his like little, he's got to create that offensive mix again where he at least has well, that. He started shot. the year where he wants to shoot. Exactly. He's got to get he's that. He's got to bring the in. shot threat back because it'll if make that's his back, better. That makes that like 0.02 second delay happen. And, you know, two yep. of those three attempts go in. Yeah. Uh, so it's not shame on Connor because Connor's the setup king of yes. the world. It's just Bobby Lou was he watched the tape. He was a bet. He was there he was when probably ninety five percent of the time a goalie isn't. Yep. No, if, and far be it from us to tell Connor McDavid how to play. But never, never. But if he if he gets that shot going, like you said, Jay, then then the goalies can't cheat as much. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's it, you cannot blame the game on Connor. Like those were still like no, like no. I said, ninety five percent of the time those those go in. Yep. Uh, no, you so, got to give you got to give Luongo. Oh, hundred percent. That's great. all all to Luongo. Well, well that's another reason why like the thing is, is came into the game seeing Florida three five and three, and we're like, oh man, Florida sucks ass. But they've had Luongo out the whole year, and they're using James Reimer, who's terrible. I don't think the Panthers are that bad with a healthy Luongo. They are. They, they, they're probably they're probably like the like a third fourth team in their division. Probably a playoff team. Yeah, they're supposed to be good. Like yeah, and and like I said, they we shocked them in the first in terms of showing up with effort, and then we were just tired. Like let's be honest, the Oilers have played eight games in thirteen days. That's yep. essentially in like playing seven different cities. An too. NHL hockey game every one and a half days. That's, that's like, brutal. That's. That's insane. I don't even like working that much. Exactly. No. Imagine you had to work every one no. and a half days. Like that would be I don't, like, I don't work be dead already. <laughs> so like there, there's there's some realities to this. Like the, the road trip sucked, right? Like yeah, it sucked. Like we beat we beat uh, Detroit and it wasn't like like we had sec- like severe second tertiary scoring happening <laughs> to to get that win in Detroit, but like it looked like the boys would show flashes of brilliance, but it wasn't sustainable for them because these guys are exhausted. Yeah, no, they're tired night I'm, now. I'm they not. Uh, I, and, I was expecting the win yesterday. I even yeah. went and put money into my betting account and bet on the game. I saw the tweet. Uh, yeah, I wanted to make it public because I was so sure they were going to win. But to just watch and like, they're tired. The boys are tired. Well, yeah. and, that, and that was a Panthers team that had just uh, come back from Europe and had a week off mm-hmm. before that game too. So they were and having one at home. And like, there's a lot of circumstances. Bobby Lou is back, and like yeah. a lot of circumstances that have amped them up. And like, we just couldn't match that intensity because it wasn't there. So like, I'm not, I'm not downtrodden by this this road oh, trip. I, I was still was say, hoping for a split. Yeah, eight, seven, and one. Especially given the zero and two start, I'm not going to complain. We all would have I'm signed up to that the day before the first percent. game. Yep. It's not bad. It's just that now we've got a we've got a schedule coming up that includes. Colorado, who's red hot right now. Uh, you've got uh, who do we have coming? Montreal up? after that. It's like it's two yeah. teams that are kind of the same as Edmonton. It's like like Colorado's right ahead of the others in the standings. They have one more point. Montreal's at five hundred. Yeah. The Flames have their problems. Vegas is struggling, and then we have got San Jose, Anaheim, and LA on the road. It's like you 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 win a bunch of divisional games, and you kind of forget the Florida game. Oh yeah, so. exactly. And, and and like let's let, let, let's let the boys fill the tank back up a bit here. Oh yeah. And get into a more realistic rhythm. Yep. Like Aston would play in seven cities, thirteen days, eight games. It's a like, lot of travel. That is, no airport that is it's taxing. Tough. Yeah. It's tough. But yeah, so perfect. So the so yeah, that was uh, that was a uh, not a great roadie, but uh, we're but looking it, positive. The Avalanche have like a really difficult thing coming up because the Abs are in Edmonton on Sunday, but they're in Winnipeg playing before that, so they have to on the bust. Saturday. I think on the Saturday, yeah. Yes. So what they have to do is they have to... Let me just check to clarify. Yes, no, they have Everyone to game, load up your betting accounts phone. and go <laughs> so, all in on Sunday. So, the, so Friday night, the abs are in Winnipeg, meaning they bust into Fargo and took the air, like took the flight. Yeah. So Bus they're, they're in Winnipeg too. right now, and then they're oh, going to be busing to Edmonton on Saturday, which is an exhausting bus ride. Busing to Edmonton? Yeah, because Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Well, that's... Because you can't fly from Winnipeg to Edmonton. So the abs are going to be burnt out and exhausted from, you know, their Winnipeg bus schedule. So that means the Oilers are going to be getting a 
tired abs team on Sunday, and that that's could be an advantage. Ride. Yeah, no, hey, it's a hell of a bus ride. The logic is sound. Like I'm going all in. Perfect. I'm uh, I'm selling a kidney on Saturday to then hopefully put down to win two kidneys on on Sunday. So uh, I agree. Beautiful. Perfect. So during that uh, during that extensive road trip for the Oilers, uh, Milan Lucic got himself in a little bit of trouble with the Department of Player Safety. Uh, for those of us who have been living under a rock, Jay, do you, uh, can you recap what happened? Uh, Luch interfered with a guy and got <laughs> suspended and got a $10,000 fine. Like what it's the fuck is so that? fucking dumb? Like, okay. Russell gets hit from behind. This is, this is what, this is what the code is in hockey. Russell gets hit from behind, not called whatever. Okay. I'm not upset. I'm I, I feel for Russell. Hopefully he's okay. Luch gets on the ice. He goes and taps the guy. That puke either needs to answer the bell or prepare for what's about to happen. And this is in 20, like I'm surprised Luch went as tame as he did. All he did is he came up, he came out of the corner there, Luch hit him and then sat on him. And that guy knew exactly where he was the whole time. The, on the whole ice. time shitting his pants. hundred percent. Even in beer league, when someone's out there, you know, he's not coming to hit you like that, but everybody's talking you're chirping at the guy. He knows exactly where Lucic is the whole fucking time. Well, that's what the tap was at the beginning too. It was like, "Hey, this is happening, so keep your fucking head up. Like, be ready." For and, this. And, and and he Twitter is like, "Oh, exactly. he beat the shit out of him for no oh, reason." Like that was like, I, I was surprised Lucic showed I that like, kind of. I reserve. like when they use the word "stock." He's out there the worst, stalking. The worst him. is oh. people comparing this to Bertuzzi. Like, it's not even close. It's not even close. People are oh, yeah. saying like, "Oh, this is Tar Bertuzzi all over yeah. again." That was a pretty common uh, yeah. thread all, all over Twitter. Everybody was oh like, "Oh God. man, this is just like it's." <laughs> I can't believe the Bertuzzi stuff's happening in the NHL. Fifteen <laughs> years later, thought we were over this. So, so one thing that did come up yesterday during the broadcast was that the GMs are having their whoever they're meeting. I think it's like two weeks, one week times now. Uh, they are going to be talking about the director of player safety. Uh, what's his yeah, face? but they George Peros. They always I talk. have so much respect that. for George Peros, but fuck me, he is doing a horrific job. Well, I think there's probably a lot of suits behind him that are well, making him. It's just because let's, let's talk about this for if one he, second. If he had to decide, if he sat down here with us right now, um fairly certain he's going to be on our side saying you know what oh it's killing him in the inside i know this i know this but and he's trying to like overcompensate but here's the other thing the night after that game melkin yep puts that shoulder to the face of oshi yep which i still don't even think is suspendable it's not but in 2018 when we're soft as baby shit and everyone should be going to jail yeah that was actually worthy of a suspension because you could say that was a headshot yeah, and all and of, he gets fucking nothing. Look at Backstrom. No fine. Backstrom. No Backstrom on Nuge. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, Backstrom on Nuge. It's just a lot of it's a lot of reaching by the director of player safety and by the player safety to try and overcompensate for the fact that guys aren't answering to, to these to these things in the traditional way. It used to be that if Russell got hit from behind, Lucic would turn around and say, "Let's go." And that would be the end of it. That yeah. would be the end of the conversation. Now this little puke, it feels it safe and can do it all the time with it's, not having to res- be I have my tickets for, for December 22nd and it I'm happy seems, with this. It seems to me that they're they're trying to phase this stuff out of the league by punishing harder guys who are you like can't. fighters. Like, you like Tom Wilson, for example, like we, we talked about this earlier, he got that suspension because of who he is. But if somebody else not named Tom Wilson, who's more of a skill guy, does that, he doesn't get the suspension. If Melkin was Wilson, that was ten games. Yeah, exactly. Like they would come down that fucking hard on yep. it. Like they're really trying to. They're trying to like turn this into like a no hit league. Well, this, who, who, well who, and then let's bring it back. <laughs> speaking about no hit, hold on, embarrassment. Hold on. Let's let's just take one minute, one break, one minute break oh, from but this we're on topic. conversation. <laughs> no, I know, and we will come right back. I just want to uh, to remind people that this heated conversation is brought to us by Sherwood Ford, the Giant, and uh, they would like to let you guys know. That uh, as a part of their November uh, giving, they're going to be doing a toy drive. They're going to be stuffing a giant truck with unwrapped toys and other gifts that you can bring. Uh, you can bring down to the to the Sherwood Ford dealership at twenty five forty Broadmoor Boulevard, and you can uh, you can help them fill that truck. I'm jumping in on this. <laughs> Sherwood Ford is very giving. Yeah, they. I uh, had the honor of helping them out with a food drive for the Strathcona Food Bank. So these guys are doing tons of good, cool, charitable initiatives. So yeah, support their tow drive. Yes, and so they're going to be... Toy, 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 not the tow drive. Tow drive. Love the tow drive. drive. Support their tow drag. They're going to be helping out the Strathcona Christmas Bureau this winter. 
Sorry, boys. Just wanted to get that out there. And now we Dan can reserve structure. Our, we, can, <laughs> we can resume our heated conversation Very about fines and and hits and all that. Oh yeah, it's native ads. That's good. It's not actually a break. That's yeah. why I like this podcast. It's just a, t- it's a chance to right. take a breath and recuperate. Um, get your hotter than I was before. And now we can uh, now we can dive back in. Now that I heard about toy drives, I'm even more fired up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Let's let's help the kids. That gets me fucking jacked up. That's a huge thanks to our sponsor at Sherwood Ford, the Giant. All right, so where we leave off, we're heated about the NHL is moving into a no hit league, but there's just no consistency. There is no who, like, who just got the fucking rule. Like, what is it? Who just got the the two game suspension for the? He threw a chicken wing out. Oh yeah, he uh, threw it. It's a fucking chicken wing out. Fuck, what was, was it? That? Brendan Lemieux, I want to say. Yeah, it was Lemieux. Yeah. yeah, so he throws out the. That is the dirty play you want to get out of the game. Exactly. He throws the chicken wing out. He is aiming with his elbow for a dude's head. And that's Claude Lemieux's I'm kid. I'm sorry. Go back to the. That's Claude Lemieux's kid. Is it? Brendan oh, Lemieux's kid. Lemieux's kid. Yeah. Yeah. The inventor of the chicken so wing. So you know wow. that he was, as like a toddler, Brendan Lemieux had Claude Lemieux just being like, hey, when you're in preschool, buddy, just make sure to like kick a kid in the nuts. Yeah, like, oh, if anybody looks at you the wrong that's way, a, that's a blood. That's a bloodline. That's there. a bloodline thing. Okay. Well, that makes that's sense. Genetics. Two games for that, but yeah. Tom Wilson got twenty for keeping everything tucked in. For, for exactly for for hitting a guy who put himself in a vulnerable position. Yeah. yeah. And if you talk to like upper echelon players, they talk about not putting themselves in vulnerable positions. Anyway, it's like Ice Guardians. Uh, they had Brett Hall was on there. They had a couple other top line scores, and these guys explained how they feel those role players help in the game, how they help police things. And now we have a bunch of people who don't play the game, who sit back and watch, want to scream and yell how that's not good for the game. But the guys playing are fully behind it. I, it makes no sense to me. Oh, I know. It's, 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 and that's where you got to just nail it down. Like, what, what, what is the NHL supposed to be? Like, find your identity. It's so fucking lost right now. I feel like, you know, that if there's physical contact, there is going to be that like. Yes, type we got to stop violence. doing frame by frame. Oh, I know. It just it's it's nuclear. Here, I got to give Evan my phone so he can order donairs for a donair review. <laughs> a little don't over. What I find uh, weird about the whole situation is that like the Matthew Joseph hit was so much more actually dangerous for injuring somebody, they and are. that didn't get. They don't touch the hit from behind the same yes, way they do, which is shocking. A headshot or a stalking like Lucic. Oh it makes God. no sense. They're, I get so fucking hot when you see it's because it's, all this it's honestly, it's because they don't have the same amount of uh, injuries out of it. I won't lie though. We've I, yet to see one guy get badly injured as far as I can think right now from a hit from behind, but every other type of, you know, headshots, there's concussions. Somebody and, said, somebody said on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, but I think it might've been a former player. They were like, man, you got to police these, like the, the department of player safety has to lean harder into these hits from behind because that's, what's going to kill somebody. Like hundred percent. I don't even like we're brought up to believe exactly. minor hockey not to hit from behind, and yet in the NHL the it's it's stop legal. Sign on the damn jersey. Like, what 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 Milan Lucic did in his thing? Like I mean, what what's that going to cause? Nothing. I think I mean, he's not going to murder someone doing that. Well, let's, whereas you hit somebody from behind, you get paralyzed from the waist down. It's it's way more dangerous. Hundred percent. So hit from behind on Russell, totally acceptable. Last night, Cassian. Coasts oh, in. that was so soft. Coasts. Oh, you that, don't wow. even see a this fucking where, stride. This is where we're being led. And to. then he hits Trocheck. But it's the optics. Because he went in the bench. Oh, that's a charging penalty. There was another one. There was, uh, Huberto yeah. hit on Nurse. Yeah. And they showed the replay. And it was kind of like... DeBrusque. Oh, DeBrusque, DeBrusque called out a ball. person. Yeah, yeah. There's a person that doesn't usually call it the referees. Took time to say, like, these guys oh. were lost last night. And it was just... I think it was just the case of the referees just didn't know what they were doing. But it's a no, couple no, but it's now. an optic it's a thing. They're, going, they're, they're fucking going off optics oh, yeah. of outcome. Reaction. And not the actual... Yep. Hit no, they're worried about the someone looking at it the next day going, oh, you missed this. Yeah. Watch it frame by frame. Sorry, it's not frame by frame when I'm out there. No. It's so fucking You mad. do what you can, but that's why you have those videos. That's a good... Uh, that's so a good do you point. guys think what Lucic did is a, is, a, is a deterrent? Do you think people are... Players in the opposing teams are now going to be less likely to do that kind of stuff? Or No. I Well, in terms of if, if, if Lucic does that, does that deter him? Yeah. 100%. Like, do you think when the Oilers and Tampa meet up again in December, do you think Joseph's going to do some dumb shit again? No, he's not. No, he'll but be maybe, smart. But someone's going to try to rock him. He'll be him smart. And send the message. Like, yeah. all that kid had to do was throw a punch to Lucic, and he was fucking dead. Yeah. He just but had to look didn't. at him. He just had to square up. And, and that's fine. And Lucic showed reserve. He's oh, not this so much. Like, like, 
old Lucic, like 2007 Lucic, you, you, is not even thinking. He's punching. Yeah, no, you hold him up to the left and you start swinging the right. So, like, it has, the game has changed. What they're trying to do is being prevented. And it's just bringing a lot of bad things right now. That was a good discussion, boys. I think we should uh, maybe take it down to a little bit less uh, less contentious. We have a issue. duty as the owners of HockeyFights.com to make sure the narrative and we defend this fucking shit. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm telling you this, like, when we launch this, that new site, That's we fair. have to make sure we There's provide the voice pointing. to defend this stuff. But I think, and I think, sorry, just to, to finish off that point, it, it's it is something that this never would have happened had uh, Joseph been able to respond or wanted to respond to the code of, you know, you, you hit a guy from behind, no call gets made. You have to fight a guy, but that's he doesn't, it. but that's, that, 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 he doesn't even have to fight Lucic. He just has no. to take the hit like he but did yeah. and yep. have Luch sit on him. Yeah. And then it's done. And that's yeah. it. He yeah. doesn't have to fight him. Like, I'm yeah. not saying like, Oh, we have, like, we're barbarians. Everything has to be a fight. No, it doesn't. But if he's through a punch, Luch yeah. is fucking unloading on. Him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that would have been good. I I wish that it. I really wish that bench brawl had become something else because that that looked like the beginning. Like Connor was in there. Oh, he was spicy. Oh, Connor was Matt in there. He was Benning ripping was people in there. out of there. He was fired up. Nurse was gonna like rip someone's head off. I was Kalorn, like, no. yeah, Kalorn, Kalorn shitting oh, his pants. If you watch the rest of that game, Nurse is all over Kalorn, and yeah. Kalorn it tucks. Oh. Every single fucking time, oh, yeah. he's running. He you won't even look at him. The damn shame, the damn shame about the way the league has gone is it's totally gone away from like the tough league that it was even like six years ago. And the Oilers are so nicely set up to play like in 2011. That's yeah, like but now it's trilling. now it's like which is now, the, now it's all good for the rats. Like I would love all these to, guys can sit out there, poke you, poke you, poke you, and yeah. then hide behind a ref. Exactly. It's this league set up perfectly now for Brad Marchand to just do the, the weirdest shit. But Brad Marchand, if you challenge, if 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 he, if he gets Brad'll challenged, he will he will show up. Of course, he'll throw down and he'll and lick your face. He's one of the fighters. I'm not saying I like year. him. I'm not saying I like him, but I'm saying that he he's a pest who who plays honest. Yeah, he'll back up his game. I would love to watch this version of the Oilers team get into that bench brawl with the Atlanta Thrashers in 04. Oh, they'd oh, be in a lot of that'd trouble. That'd be a hell of a thing. Jeez, that'd be a bloodbath. <laughs> Bishai is still on the ice somehow, though. Speaking of the Atlanta well, Thrashers, he's, still, in the he's, bench, he's in the bench. still laying in the bench right now yeah. to this day. Speaking of the Atlanta Thrashers and other franchises that are having a lot of troubles, uh, the Ottawa Senators this week uh, and their Uber rides. They, uh, the video got leaked that they uh, they were having some not-so-kind conversations about their head coach. Coom, what did you think? I I I think the, the problem lies more with the Uber driver here. I think that's... Like one hundred percent, like, a, like a horrendous thing, just to kind of like just to chuck that out into open space. Because I mean, I don't know. Like I played hockey, you guys played hockey. Like, of course, like there was always situations, especially like after like a bad stretch of games where you badmouth like your coach or other players in your team. It just happens. It's just human emotion. Like if if imagine imagine having just filmed a because the Uber driver was provoking the conversation too, right? He was like, oh, what team do you guys play for? And as soon as they said, oh, we play for the Sens, you can see the cash light up in his eyes. He's like, oh, fuck, yeah, here we go. Like, I'm going to use this. I'm going to, like, catapult myself into space with this thing. And he was looking for it. And it's it's like, if you catch people at those, those vulnerable moments when they're talking shit, like, everyone's going to have those times where they say disparaging things about, you know, coworkers, bosses, whatever. I have never said anything bad about my bosses or my coworkers. Okay, <laughs> so this is a podcast of lies, but... Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, initially the blame and the guy who should look like an absolute asshat is the Uber driver because that's just like, that's malicious, like what he's doing. Like, that's a normal conversation. And he basically. It's wrong on every different level. It's wrong on every level. Where else, the another layer where it's wrong is what the fuck is the Ottawa citizen doing publishing that story? That's TMZ rag garbage bullshit. Like if it, like, and this is this is stuff that the nation that we even have this somewhat integrity. If you if that got sent to us, we would never put it out. There's nope. no way the journal would have put that out. Well, like, the Edmonton Journal wouldn't Jesus, have put that out. Like, like well, it's just like Ottawa is such a cesspool of 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 a tire fire or whatever that like so its bad. own newspaper is willing to go and put that out. Like, well, what Jesus. was what was weird about the whole thing is that the senators were aware of it, so the citizen must have. They gave them a heads so up got, or something. Yeah, so they got the it, Uber it driver, I think, sent the video to the Sens first, and they were like, "I have this. Give me some money, or I'm going to send it to the citizen." They were like, "Okay, well, fuck it, whatever." And then they just sent it to the citizen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, like it's it. It should never even have gotten out through like traditional, like respected channels. It was going to get out. Yeah, the guy would have kept sending it. Like, like TMZ you Sports expect, would have on that on, like, TMZ or Deadspin or something. Yeah, no, it would have gotten out, but like, like, geez, like Ottawa City, give your fucking head a shake. 
Every, have some respect for your city. Every player is going to be looking over their shoulders now in that city. And that's away players. Ottawa's a wonderful city. That's away players. That's the Senators. It's as a guy who might have the ability to hear some stuff that along those same lines, yeah. I could never actually imagine doing something like that. Oh. Yeah, it's, I think it's a, the responsibility of, of any person or any group that covers the team to build the team up and not tear the team down. It's not the t- the team can do that on the ice themselves and and you can laugh about it and you can, you know, poke fun at it or whatever, but when it's when it's a personal thing where, you know, every person can look at themselves and say, "Hey, I've had a boss that I've, you know, crapped on before and and it, you know, it just yeah, it's frustrating to it's frustrating to watch from a from the outside looking in knowing how it is to feel like a team or a fan of a team like the Ottawa Senators that are as bad as they are. So, yeah. And they're actually not that bad. The record no, is not that. They won their next game. They're not that they crushed their next game. So, they came yeah, out, they came out seven, and just pounded Fucking right. So, way to let that use that as an opportunity to bring yourself closer together, but like Could you imagine if uh, the Oilers had a situation like that like last year during one of their ugly stretches? The city would have exploded. And I wonder how like fans of the Oilers would have reacted. Honestly, for the 10 or I guess now almost 11 years that we've been doing this, we have been told some things. We have been sent some things about players. Oh, and yeah. we like, no, like, yeah. fuck. Like, imagine I'd be at people like, like there'd be shit on me that I did that. Like, I didn't even realize. Oh, like, it's not even be, about the like, team. It's just being a good person. If I had any kind of celebrity like these hockey players. Like, yeah. And to fuck to extend what Jay is saying there, like one of the first things I was told when I started working at the nation is that we are a players organization. Yeah. We are here to build the guys up. Yes, they're all human and they all make mistakes. Yeah. If, you, if you fucking fuck up a pass, we're going to tweet about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's fine. What that's happens what on the ice? Exactly. Off, the, off the ice. That's it's also things like this are the reason players are so guarded, right? It's the reason that players are uncomfortable showing personalities and they're so reserved. And it's like, okay, you have guys opening up in, a, in an Uber driver, an Uber, like, I don't know, giving an Uber driver like a pretty cool experience, I think. Like you're, you know, driving around. It wasn't even for him. They're just talking. Yeah, they're exactly. Just talking and that's themselves. what I mean. It's just like, you're the driver. Heads, they're just you know, open, open conversation. Like, hey, man, like, welcome into our world for a minute. This is kind of unique shit. Like, we're not going to be guarded here. And then he goes and like slaps him in the back like that. It's like, this is why players are so heavily guarded, which is an unfortunate thing because, yeah. you know, if players were more comfortable being open like they are, say, in like the NBA or the NFL, and, you know, it's a more entertaining league, but they can't be because, you know, you've got guys like this Uber driver just ready to jump. Perfect. Yeah. That uh, that whole segment, that whole conversation about Uber is brought to you by our friends over at Get Sauced, the, uh, the provider of hot sauce, dips, and seasoning to the entire nation network. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce as well, yes. They uh, really, they really, delicious. really hot sauce. Extremely, really, really hot sauce. When are we getting our uh, batch of extremely hot sauce? Radio oh, sauce. I heard someone. I heard someone slandering my trivia. Fuck. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not slandering your trivia. I was, I was chirping the boys. Giving us for not being able to answer your question. So I want to have a level playing field. Okay. In this situation, in the sense of. I don't want you to make this extra specially difficult. <laughs> oh, okay. I need you to t- apply the same law. Well, no, it's got to be fair. They'll play the s- same law. If you make it something so always. obscure, then we're all going to Who fail. hosted the NHL so, All-Star Game in 2001? Yeah. Like that kind of shit? Please. <laughs> so, like, be... Just, just, just do, like, take the theme that's going on, build trivia around that, just like you did with the Swedish thing. We'll do it like normal. Those level of questions. We'll do it like normal. So, yeah, so radio Because even if we lose as a team, we still have to eat one. Therefore, he has to yeah, eat Yeah, like, one. I'm scared. Like, Get Sauce knows how to make some oh, hot shit. Get Sauce does. Oh, last one, I was in, like, a weird space for the next, like, hour after. I felt, like, kind of dizzy. Oh, I saw you later on that like night, too, dude. Yeah. Hot Sauce. Like, I came up. I went, to the, kind of I went to the pint later that night and came to Rick, and I was like, Rick, I, uh, I finally went to the bathroom after that, and it was... <laughs> And I so that kind of talk, <laughs> if you'd like to join Coom in his uh, content producing, uh, you can go to www.getsauced.com and you can pick yourself up some hot sauces, some barbecue sauces, some dips and seasons. We should get Get Sauced to produce a special ketchup for Evan to sip on during hot Oh, games. a sipping ketchup. Talk, a sipping ketchup. A sipping ketchup. Yep. Yep. We yeah, could talk nice. about that. Yeah. You can give them a call, Evan. You can give them a call at 780-462-2418 or you can head on over to Get Sauced, which is at 9620 58th Ave. They have a hot tub full of hot sauce you can bathe in it. I've got uh, I've got a, an added plug for who gets sauce because I oh. love these guys. Anyone who supports us, I love. But Here also comes love another them. oodle noodle. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> they, well, actually, <laughs> Ango, I don't know if anyone saw, I posted we did some get sauce testing because 
I love the product so much. We're going to be featuring them for our Firebox in February. That's exciting news. I'm excited to try it. Firebox. Yeah, we're going to Firebox February. Because I don't know if you know this. Februarys are cold. They are cold. Since when? Well, uh, since... Since global warming kicked in, or yeah, whatever, whatever I'm that's, being that's allegedly in your opinion, allegedly in my opinion, <laughs> uh, February is all of a sudden now the coldest month. So, Firebox February, brought to you by Gets Powered by Gets. Is sauce. that like the hot box with a spicier sauce? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's, fucked it's, up uh, box. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Murder Looking box. Forward to it. So we don't so, want to kill anyone, but hot box beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Mad Max hot box. So this week uh, we've had some coach firings. Uh, over the weekend, John Stevens was let go by the LA Kings. And then the more, I think the more shocking one, if you guys all agree, uh, was Joe Quinville being let go by the Chicago Blackhawks. That's three times Stanley Cup winner, Joel Quinville, on the free agent market. So, Jay, what do you think? Uh, do you think Joel Quinville's heading back to Edmonton or heading to Edmonton? Heading back to Edmonton. Yeah, he's got an Edmonton connection, eh? He does. He yes. does. Well, if this year ends bad, there's definitely an opportunity there. I, I was actually shocked by that firing just because like he is he has done such a good job for such a long time and i don't think joel quinville is the type of coach that's like a daryl sutter where he's so strict and so hard on he's the a team player's coach where he can like he there's, a, there's a shelf expiry, life there's yeah. a shelf life yeah. to yeah. it where you tune but there is there is that little window yep. and i think that's what john stevens is like he's like Absolutely. a version of, of daryl yep. sutter and that's why it's just not working yep but yeah the joel quinville one was like he's such a good coach like you saw like patrick king come out and be like Oh, I wish I wasn't sick in Vancouver. I wish I could have come out and performed. I wish I like yeah. he Marion felt like Hosa it was his even fault. came out and you know, Host is on the LTIR with the Coyotes now and he hasn't done an interview in years and he comes out and he's like, Man, like Coach Q is the shit. And he yeah. was itchy from the rash yeah. he had because he wore his equipment that so day. So maybe there's some behind the scenes things there, not in terms there of falling out, but is. maybe some discussions oh, yeah. that were had just I just to, to kind of make it kind of happen yeah, like, and well, there was everything a, I, super it's weird cold. that it was this early in the season with pretty much no there was nothing behind it like no there was no rumors about it i think i heard like the day before that you know well, it might happen i was like that's not happening come on now at the very least you let them run out for the whole season like but the if, blackhawks the blackhawks have had that kind of thing like i remember right before they won the stanley cup they fired um dale talon who was kind of the architect of that contending team they built because and the rumor always was that Stan and Scott Bowman and the president, I forget what his name is, uh, of the Blackhawks were jealous that um that um that that Talon got that Talon credit. was taking all the like getting all the all the all the credit for building that team up. And then I think there's a similar thing with Quenville there, that Quenville's viewed as the face of these three Stanley Cup Blackhawk teams, and now everyone's shitting on Bowman for this horrendous cap situation, garbage Blackhawks team that like well, who's in charge of the cap? Is it yeah, the coach gonna... <laughs> or is the GM? Is the GM? And yeah. then he wants, like, he wants the credit for winning those Stanley Cups. And I think there's always been that animosity. There. I think it's a there's for that. always like, like the Blackhawks are a victim of circumstance. Like they have been so successful. They have, to, like, you have to pay those guys. Like you have to pay that core. Right? It's a shitty situation, and that kind of led to that. That's why, like, every year, like you'd see, like they're letting go, like some amazing players, like holy, and they're still were able to perform yeah. and win. I think, like. Chicago's like Chicago's in need of a rebuild. Yeah, they got to blow like, this they, thing they've up. They've got to blow it up a little bit, and like, yeah, but there was like, moves they, they don't even avoided. need a full like, rebuild though. There was moves they could have avoided. Like, I don't know if you need to give Brent Seabrook seven million over eight years. And well, when he was three Stanley 30s, Cups, say you do, but he was he was already beyond his point though. It was like you got to move I on know. to the next guy, and that's like a, I don't know, like why are you trading our Tammy Panarin for Brandon Saad? But that's where the loyalty factor. Cap, that was cap that issues. That was cap issues. That was a cap thing. That's that's because you signed Seabrook. And then they like, went ahead and signed Saad for six mil per year, which is probably an overpayment. Like, is he worth that? He's on their f- top line, isn't he? He has this year. Let's see how he's doing scoring wise. Saad this year has eight points in 16 games. Last year, he had 35 points in 82 games. Yeah, fair enough. That is rough. Yeah, that's rough. Did, now, did they sign him to that deal or is that what Columbus? Because he was a free agent to Columbus and then they swapped. They traded him to Columbus and then they traded back for him. Ah. It's two different trades. Who signed the contract, though? Uh, or who offered whatever. the contract check nhlnumbers.com yep to great find resource that site plethora of information plethora. regarding stuff such as this so let's go around the table one last time do we think joel quinville will end up in edmonton at some point rick no jay uh No, because I'm positive. That means something bad happened. No. Okay. Coom? Uh, I say no. I think he ends up in St. Louis. I bet the Blues pull the trigger and fire their coach and bring Quindle back because they're in dire straits right now. 
If you're uh, if you're running Seattle, oh yeah, that's a good one. They're signing him now. That's a long term. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a long you get him right now. Let's play sure. in the long game. They did the they did the exact same thing in Vegas. All right. Yeah. What yep. about what about a Detroit situation where they bring Eiserman in as their GM, move Holland up to some bullshit role, and then bring Quinville in as their coach? Like total overhaul, fix the Red Wings. That's that team's got a lot of open dollars this year to make free agent signings. And how about you have an off season where you bring in Eiserman as your GM, Quenville as your coach, and Eric Carlson to a multi year contract? So that could be the Detroit Red Wings wow. offseason this year. Wow. There you go. Wow. Fair enough. Everybody yeah. else is speechless. Perfect. So, uh, Coom always has hot takes to blow does. my mind because they come out of left field. I just don't wear curls. But, then, I, but then, when you think of, <laughs> but then when you think about them, they're like, that could happen. And if it did, it'd be sick. Uh, so a little bit more news that just came out uh, the last day or two was the uh, Thomas Placanics. That was today. Being bought out by the Vegas Golden Knights. No more turtleneck. That was by the Montreal Canadiens. Or by the Montreal Canadiens, sorry. <laughs> Always get they're those playing, two teams They're playing up. the Vegas Golden Knights. The two historic franchises, the, the Montreal Canadiens, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so, the, so Thomas Placanics bought out, uh, and this one kind of ties into the Jesse Pugliarvi Yamamoto rumors that have been floating around. Uh, so Rick, you have you have the tweet from... Uh, what are the rumors? Our Rick buddy, our buddy Spectre. I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be informed right now, so you're going to get an honest... You didn't see this yesterday? Honest reaction. No, Ms. I was too busy yelling at the fucking TV. Oh, this is before that. Mr. Spectre tweets out yesterday, hearing now that Pugliarvi could be AHL bound shortly. Starting Friday, Bakersfield plays five games in nine days. Barring a scoring binge or a huge rise in his level, I see him in the AHL for that stretch. So, so how does this tie to the rumor? Well, I just I was going to kind of put it out to you guys. Do you think that uh, Pugliarvi and Yamamoto both head down to the AHL? And if they do, who fills Placanics. those spots? Do we fill it in with Placanics? Wild, wild rumors, wild thoughts that we were talking about before the podcast. Well, he's just got like unconditionally waived for probably lack of performance. Yep. It is Montreal. I mean, it's they've been trying to get rid of him for a little while now, right? They brought I mean, him back. What do you mean? He they was traded with the deadline. They, they signed. He was him. solid in his deadline, showing with Leafs in the playoffs. He was all good because Kadri got a suspension. He filled in the second line, played pretty well. Toronto Maple Leafs legend Thomas Plekanec. He was always linked here. It's true. Plekanec. Well, hey, I hate it. Let's start this I hate it. Pooley RV needs to be in the AHL right I now. I think both of them need to be in the AHL. <laughs> I keep, yeah, I, I keep and, scrolling. And I, I want some. I want some breaking news. Let's get those guys playing first line minutes and just crushing the AHL. Yeah. Yep. Bring bring in Thomas Plakanich on a cheap deal with the Oilers, then load up a first line with Dry Settle, Nugent Hopkins, and McDavid. There was an article. There's other six, guys. Six, go six, hard. This awesome website, OilersNation.com. I was looking at an article by someone. Dustin Nielsen? It is a good, it is a good website. It, it might have been your Remchuk. My computer wasn't oh, on. Yeah, so it was I'm clearly Remchuk. not prepared for this. It I'm not the talk research about, guy. Talk about loading up for the for a run. Was it a your Remchuk article about Jim Brown? Not knowing who Jim Brown is, <laughs> like yeah, Cleveland Brown legend Jim yes. Brown. Yes. Yeah, has no idea. Who that's a, that's a radio thing from a couple. So your Ramchuk, if you're talking about this one, the should he have gone all in article? Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So your Ramchuk did a thing yesterday. Should Peter Chiarelli go all in? The Oilers look like they have a pretty good core to crack the Matt playoffs. Zuccarello. That's there who we, we should get. The king of Norway, <laughs> Matt Zuccarello. Yes, yeah, that I love. Like I said, I love Zuccarello. He's already already playing point a game. The guy puts in the effort. Uh, I like the. Uh, I always love Wayne Simmons, but he's kind of that's expensive. Know, so we're talking. We're How talking, are we getting trades now? <sighs> Gotta make a deal. I don't think we can make a trade. Any, I think the, any trade we make right now, we're taking a step back off the NHL team today. They're not a team that needs to go all in right now. But well, what's the trade? I don't like any trade. Like you've been giving up like your first got, round pick this year. Like we're talking about, you know, teams that are in the rebuild that have got some assets that we can put into play. We can't make a trade like that till we start to figure out whether Sekra's coming back this year, which I don't think he should. No. But that's going to affect your LTIR. Um, every day you wait from every day longer you wait, every contract is that bit cheaper, right? I think the I guy, think there's better deals to be made now than at the trade deadline. Yeah, no, I don't wait to the deadline, but uh, December, January, I think is the the spot check. If there time. was a, if there was a impending UFA that I would go after a one that I think would be a perfect fit would be Mark Stone on Ottawa. Like if Ottawa wants to go all in and blow this thing up, Stone's got 19 points in 16 games. He's 26 years old, soon to be UFA. Dude would be a perfect fit on this team. Is he sorry? What, what right shot? 
Yeah. Stones, yeah, right wing, right shot, six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounds. Oh, okay, from all from Minnesota, Manitoba. Say no more. Would you send? You this is a team that's that, that, like Ottawa is clearly going through a rebuild. Yeah, they're going to um, trade Stone. They're going to trade Duchesne. It's just it's going to happen eventually. And they're going to give the first overall to Colorado. Absolutely. Yeah. So they need Yikes. a pick. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, if you could do a pick and a prospect, that's do you, you know, use like, the first or would you rather no. trade? Would you rather trade? Would you rather trade? No, this, this year? draft. This draft is apparently nobody wants to move their first round picks this year. Yeah. So there, no. So would you rather move the first round pick or would you rather move Puliyarvi? I'm going home. I don't <laughs> want to answer that question. Yeah, that's, that's a rough one, eh? So if the, if the Sens came knocking, they're like Mark Stone for Puliyarvi. You get half a season of Stone. Try and extend him. I don't know. You get no, this guy. No, he'd have to he'd 100 100% have to be. Uh, in the fold with a new contract before yeah. I even consider that. Yeah, if 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 that's the like I I I want to believe, and in I still don't RV. think I do. And you know what drives me nuts is that if we if we trade him and he goes and has a great career, it's just like fuck, Absolutely. we did it again. Yeah, but like comes in and lights up Edmonton. But it's hard to say if it's ever going to happen. Here. It's Everybody it's does that it's though. yeah, like he like there is so much ability in that guy. You see it, uh, but sometimes. so little confidence right now. His confidence is shattered. Like he, regardless, he has He's, to go to the AHL to. So we could even trade him. He's 20 still. He's oh, young. Yeah, because yeah, totally. this would have been... So imagine if he's a North American player. This would be his first year out of junior. He still can't party in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. He can't party in Bakersfield I, either. I don't want to give up Good. on him, but maybe, you know, maybe there's a Cooper Marodi and a high pick or something like that. that See, and I don't... I don't and, and I'm high on Cooper Marodi. Yeah, I think, honestly, at the way things are going right now, it looks like Cooper Marodi is more likely to have a career as an Edmonton Oilers than Pugliarvi is, just yeah. because the Oilers don't seem to believe in Pugliarvi. No, he just looks better right now, but he's also playing in a different league. He didn't look fantastic in the regular season. When he's, what do you get, like a game or two up here? Yeah, like two games. Uh, he didn't look fantastic when he's up he here. He wasn't a liability, though. He no. plugged the lineup nicely, and he looked less less out of place than the other two rookies. That yeah, did he, where was the the pressure and the eyeballs were nowhere near yeah, uh, him. That but I noticed mistakes. And like I said, Puliarvi makes mistakes. Yeah, he gets that puck in too close to himself. and He, he is just so prone to shoot when it's not time to shoot. He's looking drops to distribute the when to he nobody. should be making a play. Uh, and that's all confidence. He'll the find kid's that got game. ability. He'll find that in the AHL. This spicy debate is brought to you by our <laughs> friends over at GetSauced.com. Uh, you can pick up hot si- hot sauce, barbecue sauce, dips, and seasonings from uh, from them. Uh, visit them at nine six two zero five fifty eight Ave or seven. Give them a call at seven eight zero four six two two four one eight. That's uh, getsauced dot com. Sorry, boys. Just wanted to. I made a chef's plate burrito. Chef's plate is something because you know I'm I quasi live a bachelor life. <laughs> And so chef's plays where they send you a bag and in that bag is all the ingredients for a meal. So yesterday was spicy burrito night. Heck yeah. So I coat the top of the burrito. So you bake the burritos with cheese. I can then coat with some sour cream and then load it up with Diablo sauce. Ooh, so Diablo. all the ingredients come separate. Why don't you just order? They all come separate. So like, it's like, oh, you need like a teaspoon of peanut butter. You get this little like... I don't know, uh, oyster cup or whatever they call it, like plastic one with a little glob how of much peanut did butter your, in it. How much did your burrito cost at the end? Well, it's amortized over four people. Okay. And so average dinner is about $13. This is like the delicious version to $13, of dinner. depending on what the, the outcome is. So it, it forces me to cook at home, even though I probably can go out and eat for that same amount. But at least I'm, I'm eating, <laughs> I'm eating a, good stuff, like good food. You can make a burrito at home for... Two fifty. It's also yeah, like a, but it it's doesn't a, it's have a, like it's a fun group activity. So if you're making a burrito at home, I what are you to doing? Cook, so I I can't say much. Okay, so like yeah. if I'm making a burrito, this is what it looked like. I would go, I would go microwavable rice. <laughs> you give up two give minutes up halfway right? through. Right, so just, go to just, just yeah, 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 yeah. Either can of tuna or I'll cook some ground beef, yeah. and I'll put some like spicy like paprika or something in the meat, and then that's it. That's about it. Yeah, right. So so without without that. Now with this, you know, now I've got like, I've got like diced up tomatoes. I've got all this. I'm putting some, some, some more substance. Some yeah, more no, I like it. There. I like it. And then I'm coating that shit and get sauce, Diablo sauce. And we're living. Is it feeding you one time or is it teaching you how to do this on your so own? That's the thing. If you get one that you like, then you keep the menu and then you go shop and make it yourself. Perfect. So you are doing that though. You are keeping. I'm you're like, keeping. 
So it's storing. They're teaching you how in right the long now, run. Dabbling all. Yeah, 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 yeah right. It's going to take a testing. long time before I start shopping for the menus with the menus. I'm still going to try next, things. Next spring, his lunches are going to be incredible. Yeah. Honing my craft. Right? You, uh, I, got a, I got a little beef to pick with you, though, Jay. Uh-huh. You, uh, you raided our Git sauce box here at the office, and you took the Mardi Gras sauce, and we've never seen it since then. Yeah. <laughs> Rightfully so, because I've eaten all of it. Yes. It went into your Caesars? Mardi Gras is not their hottest sauce, but God, has it got good flavor. Oh. Yeah, it's it's made for uh, made for Caesars. Yeah. I, kept, I kept the two big bottles from uh, opening day there that we had uh, brought in. So mm, oh, I, yeah. I took both of those home after we're done. Wait, the hot ones? And to oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 about yeah. the Mardi Gras, paying it forward because when I me and Graham met with with the team at Get Sauced, Graham took home the Mardi Gras, and I was oh. like, that was mine to take home, <laughs> and he took it home. So I had this void of Mardi Gras. Ruthless. So I feel like I there's going to be like a box of Mardi Gras sauces on the doorstep come like Tuesday. This is something. a desperate cry for help, Get Sauce. Please, if you're listening to this, we need more Mardi Gras. They're all going to be labeled. <laughs> there's like conflict going on in the office Wanye right now. Bag milk has one. We could get Evan something, maybe Mardi Gras flavored ketchup for him to sip on. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. I'd sip on some Mardi Gras. Well, essentially, you put it in a Caesar, and it's unreal. So you are sipping on Mardi Gras because I see him just sitting in the corner of the room right now in the fetal position. He hasn't drank any ketchup yet this morning, and that is a problem for him. So we should we should make him a ketchup bloody Caesar or uh, not a Caesar, uh, bloody Mary. That'd so like great. instead of the tomato juice, it's just a yeah. big. You know, because that's a lot more socially acceptable than just holding onto the bottle. Because I know when Evan sits downstairs in Little Brick, the cafe girls are like, "Why is he drinking that ketchup?" And I have to go downstairs and explain. But if he was just drinking like a Bloody Mary, then that's... Do you use extra vodka to kind of thin it out a bit so it kind of goes through the straw? So, well, here's... here's This is... Yeah, this is now an item for debate. Who the hell drinks a Caesar with a straw? It totally... De- yeah, it defeats uh, the purpose. I don't even like Caesar. You got to respect the rim or you're not going to... I, 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 like, I like the rim, but I, uh, I see a lot of times that uh, glass comes back... Completely rims still. Oh my god! Well, That's an insult to the bartender because so they put I in the agree. effort to do that for oh, you, yeah. and then you're, oh, they're watching. Everyone who does that at the pint, Rick, you should you should invite them to a Caesar consumption workshop that you hold once a month. We could do obviously a on a Saturday or Sunday during brunch time. Yep, prime Caesar time. Yep, you teach these people how the fuck to drink a Caesar. We might well, have to do some workshops now. The only thing a straw should idea. be for is to stir it. That's it. Well, and hey, that's what the. That's what the uh, pepperoni sticks for. Sometimes, yeah. We're exactly. trying to we're trying to save, save the, the wildlife. Yes. yes, thank you, Rick. You're Pint welcome. is so social conscious, right? <laughs> That's the uh, the leaders in protecting the environment. The Pint downtown. Yeah, only Got the gold, for gold the... seal of approval from the Wildlife Foundation. They've saved many pandas and many dolphins with their considerate exercises of environmental. We love the if turtles. I can't count the number of times that I've seen a dolphin with a straw around its bottle nose. I just, <laughs> you know, it's devastating to watch. See, uh, there's some content out there <laughs> that prove that exactly is, is what is happening. And Absolutely. there's islands of plastic. There now, is. I don't know about you. I'm a crusader in this initiative. I've purchased my metal straw and pipe cleaner or straw cleaner for that from little brick it wasn't ah. much like three bucks so if and it's when i use a straw idea. it is a socially conscious responsible does it come in a straw. holder of some sort no it just i see it in my color jar and i always forget like what the hell is that again oh yeah that's the metal straw okay. i never drink of the straw but just in case i don't think you use a straw at home very often i feel like the straw is something you want on the road therefore i think it needs some sort of container maybe a, a you put it on your belt so are you going to be bringing your metal straw on the trip to Calgary, Jay? Because uh, just, uh, just this week we announced uh, our, our new stop in Red Deer uh-huh. is going to be hybrid, uh, hybrid lounge, which is uh, if <laughs> a you hybrid of it's, that's the name no, of it. Bar and restaurant. Yeah. It's, it looks like <laughs> never looks seen like, one of those before. That's a, that's a cool thing. It looks like every nightclub you've ever been to. So and, I get what uh, you're trying to, you're trying to call me out <laughs> to bring and drink the straw, but who in their right mind drinks beer with a straw? I drink beer with a straw and I fill up my glass with ice. Okay. So, no, they have the, so they have Kuma's the now just on. said on the trip, he's going to be drinking all of his beers through a straw out of a glass of ice. Absolutely. Rexall beers. Yes. Cause he had to stack them. He's <laughs> drinking, walking at the same time. 
No, but no, they got that little sippy lid no, on it now. Rexall. Rexall beers. Oh, Rexall. Talking about the Rogers. So you would Rogers still beer. drink them with a straw? No, uh, in the Re- uh, Rexall, yeah, all the time. You would? Oh, yeah. Jesus. I've seen you drinking beer. We were walking around. Before. You got Incorrect. two. People are bumping off of you. You don't want to sip. You got yeah, a straw. It's safer. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Beer is not a liquid that you can consume with a straw. Would you drink it, it donut with a straw? factor when you bring it into your mouth. That's a Halifax Halifax style doner is they will uh they'll get a straw and they'll drink the leftover sauce in their in their in their case. I can get behind that. That, that I can get behind. I'm, Halifax I'm not shocked because Halifax doners are everything that's those wrong. Those are those are the world. Great Depression doners where it's just um it's just meat with no flavor, no cheese, nothing. They didn't else. have the bag on it though. They so don't, it just, it they just don't believe, on the plate. They just they just hand you like a pile of meat into your hands and you eat it and then you get a straw and suck the rest of the grease off of your hand. That's I just how they found do out Halifax donairs don't have cheese on. That's dumb. No, nope. they have nothing on them. No cheese. Oh it's a, it's the Great Depression donair. It's the no fun donair. They're purists. They're purists out in Halifax. Purists purists don't do it right. Tomatoes, onions, and sauce. Where's the correct? Ew. I do love my Alexander Keys. Like I, like I said, I've I've got no qualms with the East Side, except for. Their claim on donairs and how they prepare. That's yeah, yeah, I don't like the claim. The city's the city of Halifax's fa- national food is the donair. You mean civic food? Civic food, yes, I guess, yes. Yeah, but, but I, I believe decided in, that at a fair once. I'm sure we could probably put a plebiscite together in Edmonton and have that the honorable good, Don Iveson. Well, once we get him on the review, we can ask him to do it. Well, that's the dream. We'll, Who has more we'll, donairs about, per we'll try to make that day we'll get donair day. And we'll try to make it the official food of Edmonton. It's everyone's dream in this city now to be on the Denaire Review. If you're not on the Denaire Review, then I don't know what you're no, doing. No, you're missing out. We need a petition. Exactly. So we uh, we asked some questions here, boys, <laughs> just before we wrap up. The Dan's podcast. got the toughest job in <laughs> all of show business. We got a lot of people with a, a, lot, a very little focus. Yeah. <laughs> so, you should uh, see me with my friends. Yeah. Because we're all alike. And it's oh, a competition yeah. of who could take over the conversation. So Fair enough. You're just, when I come into these situations, I, I always like to yell. And like a little mini one spin off. Yeah. Yeah. So but we've been, we've been keeping it. Come on, no, we haven't kept it on the rails. We haven't Sorry, kept guys. it. We haven't kept it very much on the rails, but that's okay. Bag milk will be back next week, hopefully. If hopefully, I still like to disrupt that. I'm if you untie him, we have yeah, to go to Dan's basement and rescue bag milk by next week's podcast. Otherwise, we're all screwed. Come at me. Bro. He's just hiding. He's just in Dan's basement. Well, here's the thing, up. though. Let's let the people decide. Did the short bench today perform better than the long bench Ooh. with all the chaff? Start the this, rivalry. Yeah, this is this was like a, a like a playoff game in April beer league. Everyone's going on the spring vacation. Yeah. Seven guys left over. Big win. You got three defensemen, four forwards. That's all you need. Boom. Because of the structure and what's happened today, I felt like I've been in flow the whole show. Yeah. That's Except I don't think I've stopped talking and, the entire time. But still, time. that's part of it, though. Yeah, that's fair. Because then, then, then that I'm, I'm in I'm in constant flow, and then you're changing the subject. That's and true. I'm coming in, jumping in. There you go. In flow. <laughs> Even now, so everyone might argue with that. So here's a new uh, new bit of flow. At uh, Simmer three five asks, who would win in a fight? One one hundred foot tall Connor McDavid or one hundred one foot tall Connor McDavid's? Oh, the small ones, of course. <laughs> uh, one foot tall is not big enough. That was the best question you could. You could find. Oh, we got a few. We got a few questions. <laughs> well, okay, I have to answer because it's been asked. It's a big you one. Do. So it's, big it's it's the whole no no like Connor's fast. Like you've heard of the term death by a thousand paper cuts. And mm-hmm. Peter Shirelli coined that I think. exactly. So you break that. Connor David's so superior that a hundred little ones would equate a thousand normal people. Therefore, that logic would apply that a hundred little McDavid's would crush one one hundred foot one. Nobody can catch the big one. Yeah, but you just crawl up and then you kind of a hundred little ones. That's the only thing that could catch one big one. Imagine the size of his foot, though. How many? How many could he get under one foot? The blade, the edge work. But it's also the the guy trying to beat him up is also Connor. Exactly, he's that fast. But just look, imagine the scale. It's like imagine like having a hundred mice running at you, and they all know what they're doing. Like, holy shit, no. Yeah, you're fucked. That's disgusting. They're crawling up you and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I would want to die. I'd be like, I don't want this anymore. I'm sacrificing myself. David versus Goliath. So if there's a hundred one David took one Goliath down. McDavid versus McDavid. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's Okay, great. This question wasn't as bad as I thought. (laughs) Because of it It spurred some some, debate. Some debate. Yeah. Uh, next question comes in from at malignant underscore Manny. And they ask do you trust the process? I respect the oh. process. Are we talking about the Philadelphia 76ers? Yes. Whose process? What's the process? Our, so our, for those of us that aren't following along, uh, at the nation breakfast or brunch party uh, to open the season, we gave out shirts that said, respect, respect the, process. the process. And so Malignant Manny, I think, is asking, are we still on board with the process? 
Yes, I'm just not necessarily backing up the guy who is in charge of said process. But yeah, I'm the same. I'm behind a process. I, I, I respect the process in the sense that I believe in this team. I think going into the season, we're better than all the f- stupid fucking talking heads. We have an that said AHL we team right now. We have like, we have, oh, yeah, the cupboard's getting There's prospects on the kids. AHL team now. There's a kid line that's scoring. It's like, like I actually want to watch a game. I've Condors never game. seen well, that. Well, wait until Puliarv and Yamamoto go down. Oh, like, that is going to be sick. Nelly. This yeah, is like exactly. lockout. Because they like, already have This is like when Jolts put up point per game. Oh, with they the have a kid line right now. That's really good. Who is? I don't pay. I have to be honest. I don't. It's he big. He big. Oh, he big performing. Oh, I like Benson and Cooper Marodi. I'm so the large adult sons all a, and bakers. They're all a point per game players right now. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly am just cheering for Tyler Benson. Yeah, me too. Like I just like I just hope that guy can have an NHL career because man, he's had a rough go. He and needs there to. There is a talent in because I think the Oilers he's over those weird string of injuries. I think now he's 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 over that. If he does get an injury, it'll be a one off, whatever. The Oilers badly need that guy to come through because it's not the best look that they didn't draft Alex Debrincat in that spot. Given that he was McDavid's line mate in the OHL, yeah, we have a lot. That's of those. who was available. That's who was available. We have a lot of those. Hey, that you should have drafted a, this guy instead yeah. of that guy. I don't think that. Well, really I will. I will Teflon. never, ever, ever forgive the Griffin Reinhardt trade. No, of course. <laughs> when I see Matt Barzell just or dominating Thomas, Thomas Shabbat too. He Thomas was back Shabbat, there too. Yeah, Kyle like, Connor was available there too. What? The that was a hell of a. That was a deep ass draft, man. That's and why just, he didn't move this year's. So yeah. everybody still on board with the process? Because man, like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we, are, we I, are i believe like like this like yeah everyone's yeah, can be you know the the, the world's on fire after this if the process trip. The is, world trusting, is not on fire after this if the protest trip. is trusting Connor mcdavid just making it happen i trust that but i don't trust peter trelli's plan at all no i, fear, I, I but i, I think fear I, him moving big pieces yeah uh, but i i think yeah exactly i think Connor can lead this team he's finding his voice he's obviously got amazing hair and <laughs> i think really nice. like it's all like everyone's going to be playing to where they should be all right, gentlemen. It's been a, it's been a heck of a podcast. Was there supposed to be another question? There's another question. question. We can only gonna, have two. No, That's, let's answer the question. On. I'm here to hold disrupt. On. I am going to wrap this. We up. We can only have two. That's bad. I'm going to wrap OCD. this up. Always thank, be odd numbers. Thank can, our can. sponsors, Sherwood Ford, the Giant, and Get Sauced for uh, for sponsoring the podcast. And our final question comes from uh, to us from at Krena. Oh, we're getting on. at Krena, and the question is: What's your favorite kids in the hall skit? We're going to go around the horn. Oh, start with Rick. Oh, this start, will be <laughs> start it with Rick. And, <laughs> so, and I'm going to end it with Coom because he has no idea yes. who oh, Fitz yeah. Hall is. is go it, ahead, was his name? Was his name Stuart? Stuart? Was that the little kid on the on the harness always trying to jump out? Oh, you yes. are thinking of Saturday Night Live. You, is that SNL? That was Mike Myers. No, it's Mad TV, isn't it? No, it was Mike Myers okay. on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I think it was All right, so mad. Rick with not a... Stuart, and he wears <laughs> a helmet, and he likes hall. chocolate, and he goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. There was Stuart from Mad TV that did the "Let me do it." <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's I didn't watch much Mad TV. Go ahead, uh, Jay. What was your favorite kid in the kids in the hall? Oh, I'm sure there's one better, but obviously, I squish your head is yeah. something that's always memorable. <laughs> like that's one of the memorable. Yeah. I crush you. Yeah. I squish your head. Okay, and Coom. I was born in the podcast. I was born in 1993. Yeah, so kids in the hall was around. It finished in '95. Did it? Yeah. How old were you in '95? Old enough to. Squish your head. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.